Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Stephanie Hoff here with WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Secretary-Designee Randy Romanski of the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, otherwise known as DACAP. Secretary, thanks for joining me today. Happy to be with you, Stephanie. Thanks for your time today. So checking each letter in that acronym, really all of the sectors in your department have been impacted by the pandemic. Supply chain disruption was huge for both trade and the ag sector, which we'll get to. But COVID-19 also brought scams. Now, I don't like to assume the worst in people, but the reality is some use a crisis to take advantage of others. So, Secretary, what types of scams should consumers or businesses be looking out for right now? The top scam being reported to DACIP's Consumer Protection Hotline right now is a Social Security scam where the caller pretends to be from the Social Security Administration and tries to get your personal information. Uh, what we're telling people is if you get one of these calls, just hang up. Don't give out any personal information. If you already have, uh, we encourage people to call our hotline at 800-422-7128 to learn what steps they should take to protect themselves from identity theft. You indicated on the front end, unfortunately, some people take advantage of others' misfortune uh, or uh, dramatic changes in situations, for instance, COVID-19, to prey on others. Uh, it's unfortunate, uh, but it, it's it's prevalent. And so consumers should always be wary of things with, where they get uh, contacted uh, at home. Uh, there are phone scams that have been around forever, online scams. The formula for these is, is pretty similar. They just refresh it. Uh, as as the situation occurs. And in this case, scam artists are using the pandemic to try to uh, take money from people that are, are uh, in unfortunate circumstances. And I mentioned earlier trade and agriculture being disrupted. I was wondering what DATCAP's role was there. Now, if you recall, farmers were dumping milk and the canned goods and meat section were looking bare at the grocery store. DACAP's role in this landscape is is partly as a regulatory authority, but also as a resource and a connector. We connect the dots between uh, our agency and others, between uh, people and and, uh, other organizations. Um, Early on, Governor Evers recognized the essential nature of the agriculture and food industries in Wisconsin. Uh, Our agency uh, quickly mobilized to support those industries. So for example, we provide masks to food businesses, uh, held weekly conference calls with industry groups and conducted virtual inspections and licensing exams uh, to pivot with our regulated industry and serve as a resource in that way. We also helped distribute a total of $75 million in CARES Act funding to Wisconsin farmers, food processors and hunger relief organizations. The agency's aid was, I'm sure, good news for the industry. But more good news was that we have just come off of a successful harvest for Wisconsin farmers. 
So for our agriculture people listening, is the egg sector looking up for next year? Despite a number of challenges this year and in recent years, agriculture remains one of Wisconsin's strengths. It's a $104.8 billion industry in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, Governor Evers has made significant investments in Wisconsin agriculture, uh, as well as the important infrastructure they need, like broadband, transportation, and conservation practices. Uh, We're looking forward to continuing to serve as a resource to our state's agriculture and food industries in 2021 and beyond. And also looking ahead, is your agency as a whole, what are you guys preparing for heading into a new year? We will continue to look at our operations and our services, uh, invest in our strengths, and find ways where we can improve. Uh, The way our agency looks at it is we should continue to serve as a resource, a resource to the agriculture industry, uh, a resource to the citizens of Wisconsin. Uh, We'll convene and connect our industry stakeholders, and our responsibility is to maintain proactive transparency as we do that. Any changes you foresee happening out of that? Well, uh, if, if you're talking about changes in the way of how we, how we do business, I think the, the way that we've pivoted through COVID-19 and how we deliver our services, how we still maintain our regulatory authorities and how we uh, serve as a resource or connector for our agencies, those are the kinds of things that we'll continue to pivot and adjust to as we, as we continue. Um, I think as we look at how can we invest in our strengths, here are the things that are important in in Wisconsin, and that's to support and promote uh, the dairy and dairy processing industry, uh, to invest in in soil and water health, um, and continue to make investments in rural broadband. Uh, Wisconsin is a producer of a wide variety of of products and processes a wide variety of products. Um, uh, Animal agriculture crops, uh, all important to Wisconsin's infrastructure. So we need to maintain our support and promotion of of, uh, those aspects of the industry. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.